the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Ontario's Stevie Jewell joins me on the show now, and she is here to talk about her music career and songwriting and so much more. Plus, we have her latest single called Off the Market to play here on the show, and it's a great one. You can check it out at iTunes as well. Welcome to the show, Stevie. Thank you so much, Dave. Such a pleasure to be with you this evening. Oh, thank you. Well, it's great to have you here. Great chatting last time, and we had a chance to meet in person. I think it was 2015, around this time at Canadian Music Week, I had the chance to emcee a country night at the Cadillac Lounge in Toronto. Yes, that was such a fun show, and it was so great to meet you, and so much of Canadian country was there, and that was really my introduction Mm -hmm. to Canadian country. Oh, awesome. Yeah, there was Larry Berrio on the stage and Steve Rivers, and uh, you were terrific that night. You're pretty relaxed on stage, aren't you? Like You seem like you're at home when you're performing. I think of it that way, I guess. Uh, performing is really where I feel I'm in my element, and so being on stage just feels very at home to me. Now, you divide your time. You're from Ontario. You divide your time between Ontario and Nashville. And of course, everybody who's a country music performer in Canada would love to do that. They love to get down to Nashville, whether it's living or at least getting down there as much as possible. What is it like being in Nashville so much? It's very fun. It's a very creative community, and Nashville's very warm, especially in the music community. People just are really open and willing to work with new writers who are coming up, and the seasoned professionals who've been here for such a long time are so welcoming and so willing to share their knowledge that it's it's really an honor to be here and just be soaking in everything that they, they've already experienced. And then as they watch us come up, we all get to experience it together. So it really builds a community of music. be great and, and invaluable, Stevie, to get advice from somebody who has more years in the business and can tell you stuff, almost shortcuts or you know, what not to do and what to do. What's that like to get that kind of advice? It's really incredible to find artists that have been where you are and where you want to go and the fact that they're willing to share their knowledge and experience and really mentor you is just such a privilege and I'm not really sure that you could find that in another community in the same way that you find it here in Nashville where people are so willing to help and really cheering you on as you move forward in your career. Yeah, that seems to be something uh, pretty unique. I'm sure other genres have it, but pretty unique in country music to the extent that there's just that helpful spirit and people are, you know, looking out for you. And uh, it seems to be a family within country music. Very much so. And I think that translates not just Canadian country, but country music all over is really like that. When I met Brett Kissel, he was so warm and welcoming. And then the music professionals that I've met down here, like Tom Douglas and Jody Marr are also just so kind and warm and influential, but so willing to help you. What are some of the great venues around Nashville? And some of them we know because we've heard them a lot, uh, the Bluebird and Tootsies. Are there, are there any other places for 
somebody heading down to Nashville that they should be sure to go and check out for music? Oh, yes. One that people, I think it might still be a little bit under the radar. I know that it's it's getting busy almost every time I go. It's busier than the last time. But the listening room is a really great spot to hear new up-and-coming talent or writers that have just had cuts or artists that have just had songs go to radio. It's a great spot to check out if you are looking for the next big artist. Now, that's got to be exciting to be to go to a place like that, the listening room, and to either hear somebody who's, you know, an artist on the rise early on, or even to hear a song done by the songwriter. And I, when I was in Nashville last year, around this time, I went to the listening room, and uh, food was great too, along with the, the, the music. But to hear, and some of the songwriters that time that I was there had written some pretty big songs. So to hear a songwriter do, you know, something that Kenny Chesney recorded is a pretty cool experience. I agree. I, every time that I get the opportunity to go to the listening room, it's or even Bluebird or any of the venues that writers often perform at, I'm just so in awe of the writers performing their version of the hits. And mm-hmm. it really gives yeah. you a whole new perspective of the song when you hear the original versus the artist's interpretation of it. It's a very unique experience. Because sometimes it's obviously very close to what they did. It's still very cool to hear what they did, the, the songwriter does with the song, but sometimes they can take it to, to a different level. You know, of course, production helps with all that, but from the original conception of the song to the finished product can be quite interesting. Yeah, because the writer rounds are typically just a singer and a guitar, and to as you were saying, a Kenny Chesney song there's a huge juxtaposition between everything that happens in the studio and then what the song is in its early stages with just a guitar vocal. So there is a mm-hmm. huge change there. But often, I agree with you, you can hear sort of the artist was maybe influenced by the writer or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very interesting process. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, before we get to uh, your latest single, which is doing so well for you, and radio is loving this, as fans are, it's called Off the Market. Let's talk about some of your influences, Stevie. Who are the artists over the years that uh, have uh, inspired you and influenced you and maybe you even picked up a little something from along the way? So my two biggest influences, obviously, are Canadian homegrown Shania Twain. She is such a huge inspiration to me and just how she's crossed so many genres in with her country music and it definitely became a blend of something that was uniquely her own Mm -hmm. and then Dolly Parton is another huge influence of mine I just so admire her writing style and the way that she has kept her career moving through so many decades but with so many different hits and then collaborating with so many different artists like she recently worked with Katy Perry and I know that they want to work on some songs together in the future as well so I really am inspired by Shania and Dolly probably more than than I listen to a lot of country artists but those are probably the two that I find the most inspiring. You, you mentioned Dolly and Katie, and I, I saw them on the uh, Academy of Country Music Association yeah. Awards not too long ago. I love the performance they did. It was just, you know, they did the medley of songs, Nine to Five, uh, Coat of Many Colors, and Jolene. And it was just so cool to see, especially, you know, Dolly sounded great and looked great, and to know that Katie was sort of admiring her and, and right into it. And I would love to, you know, hear a song that they would do, you know, an original song that they would record together. That would be very cool. 
Yeah, I know that Katie is a very prolific writer, as is Dolly. And so something that they wrote together would probably be just a really, really interesting collaboration that would, I think it would sell really well. Definitely. It would hit Katie's uh, audience and Dolly, so it would just be pop and country. It'd be amazing. So let's turn to your amazing song. Speaking of amazing, off the market, and you had a hand in writing this. And tell me about uh, the other writer on it, and tell me just a bit more about the song, and then we'll share it. Yeah. So I off the market. I had sort of this idea of I was thinking about bro country and the influence that it's had on country music recently, and I just thought about the way that occasionally women end up being somewhat objectified in those songs. And as a woman, I was thinking about what could I do to sort of flip the perspective on what bro country is and present it from a woman's perspective in a way that's still really authentic and true to who I am as an artist, as well as true to my values. And so I was sitting with my guitar player and who were also good friends. And I said, give me something that's sort of like, I don't know, kind of like Katy Perry with a guitar riff. And so he just started playing this really cool riff that you will hear in Off the Market. And from there, we just, the song basically exploded. And within within an hour, it was pretty much finished. And the melody is almost exactly the same as it was when we wrote it. And the lyrics, I think I made a couple changes, but for the most part, it was just one of those songs that we sat down and cranked it out. And it was isn't that a great feeling to write one that quickly and and obviously you know somebody might hear well quick it's better if you take longer but the quickest songs you write are the ones that are coming out naturally you you don't really need to tweak them because they're flowing out so quickly because i guess they're meant to be right that's how it felt i often feel like songs are just sort of floating out in the air and when the idea comes to you you just have to grab onto it and if it if it continues if the momentum continues to move and the song just flows right out of you, I almost feel like I couldn't write fast enough once we got into wow, this song. That's great. That is awesome. Well, let's share the result of that songwriting session, the new song called Off the Market. This is my guest, Stevie Jewell, on In the Country.
And that is Ontario's Stevie Jewel. Her brand new song is called Off the Market. Be sure to check it out at iTunes. And you can uh, check her out at steviejewel.com and on social media, of course. So let's talk about songwriting, Stevie. I know that this is a big part of your life and your career. And uh, when did you first start songwriting? So I wrote my first song when I I was actually too small to even write. My sister was the one who wrote down the lyrics for me, and I wrote it to the tune of I Believe I Can Fly. Oh, wow. So I was, yeah, I was. You you took that melody and you wrote your own words to it. Yeah, I was even, I think I didn't play piano yet. I definitely didn't play guitar yet. and But my sister played piano, so she played it on piano, and then I convinced her to write some words and a different melody down for me. Isn't that something? Wow, that's a, what a great first first shot at songwriting. How did it feel when you were done? Feel pretty proud of yourself? So because I was maybe five, I was <laughs> probably very impressed with myself. I remember thinking <laughs> that I had just done something miraculous, even though I did not write the music. And but I, that was my first taste of songwriting. And then yeah. when we started, I released like a, just a small recording of some original songs that I had written when I was, I think, 14 or 15. And I remember that writing process much more clearly. And just the whole beginning of what it meant to be a songwriter, that's when I think I really grasped the concept of like, this is a real profession and I can take this seriously and really do something with it. And then from then on, I've been writing pretty much consistently since I was about 14. Before that I was writing, but I just wasn't taking it as seriously. And then mm-hmm. from 14 until now, that's when I really felt like this is a calling of mine and that this is something that I want to share with people. And I want to write something that is relatable, that empowers people, and really inspires them. Do you have a song in your catalog, Stevie, that uh, has touched people, has inspired them, that you've had comments on because it's, you know, affected them affected them in some way? Yeah. So there's a song that I wrote for my grandparents because my grandmother passed away, and then I watched my grandfather live another 10 years without her and that song every time I play it someone tells me how much it means to them and how they had a similar situation with a family member or personally and that song always connects with people and then every time I play off the market out with my band people come up to and it's a totally different concept it's not as um, it's more of a fun song than it is like a heartfelt song but every time people mm-hmm. come up and before it was recorded they were saying, where can I buy this? I love this song. I want to listen to it over and over again. And so I really enjoy being able to write songs that connect with people, but on two totally different concepts. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Those are two different levels and equally satisfying, I'm sure. What have you learned about songwriting along the way? And what, what would you pass on to somebody? So we talked to earlier about passing on advice. If somebody's listening and they're somewhat new at songwriting, what are a couple of tips, a couple of things for them to keep in mind to write better songs and write really good songs? So to write really good songs, I would say the key is to write as often as you possibly can and just really try and get yourself in the habit of having the words flow through you. So if it's a little bit of journaling every day or you're writing a full song every day or you can write and journal once a week, just whatever time you can commit to writing and doing it on a regular basis, I think that that's probably the best way to get to your best material quickly. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side of that, I also think that rewriting your songs is a very valuable skill to develop. And it's not something that you learn to do overnight because obviously you think that you're writing your best material when you're starting. But as you write, you will come to find that if you can develop the ability to rewrite or have someone help you rewrite, that will really help you take your songs to the next level because it just, it's coming back with fresh eyes and fresh ears and your pencil is sharper and you can really get into the details and determine exactly what it is you're trying to say in the most clear and concise and relatable way possible. That is great advice, Stevie. And sometimes that uh, those critiques that you mentioned or the feedback could be from an organization like the NSAI, National Songwriters Association International, uh, you know, a coach from there. And you've got to be open as a writer to listen to that feedback because, as you said before, like you think writers initially think that what they write is great and doesn't need changing, but you, and you can speak to this. You really need to be able to listen to somebody, especially if they're in a coach's position, uh, listen to what they say about the song because it's only going to make it better. Yeah, that's something that I definitely had to get used to. Not that I thought (laughs) that all of my songs were so great when I was writing them, but I just write from a very personal place. Mm -hmm. And I would end up taking the critique a little bit too personally sometimes. And that's when I realized that I really had to separate myself from the art and be able to look at it objectively and take constructive criticism under advisement. Not every change that someone suggests is going to be right for your song, but definitely taking every suggestion under advisement and determining if that's going to make the song the best that it can possibly be, then it's probably a change that you should be willing to make. And do you get the chance to uh, to do demos? Have you had demos done, uh, maybe pre, pre-production uh, kind of demos, or even ones that you have pitched to, I don't know if you've done that at this point, but pitched to other artists to possibly record? Yeah, so I have recorded some demos here. There's different levels of demos, as I'm sure there are everywhere, but it typically goes from a work tape that you record in the writing session, and then maybe from there it goes to a guitar vocal, and then after that it goes to a more finished sort of demo that is typically drums, bass, um, guitar, vocal, and and then after that, obviously, would be the finished and mastered recording. But, yeah, I've had the opportunity to do demos, and I have had my songs presented to other people, but most of the material I write I am still considering for my own project because I'm potentially mm-hmm. working on an album that should be coming out next spring. Oh, so, great. 
yeah, so I'm still holding on to a lot of my material <laughs> until I determine whether it's for me or not. That's wonderful. And uh, that's so true about the demos and the different uh, levels of them. And people always wonder how much they should invest in a demo if they're going to pitch it to another artist. Is it enough to have it a guitar vocal or should it be produced? I think the general rule that I've heard is if it's a ballad or something that can be easily understood with a guitar vocal, that's cool. But more up-tempo, you might need more bells and whistles. That's what I've heard, too. And I also think that it really depends on if you're pitching to the artist or the publisher and who exactly you're pitching for, because some artists prefer to hear things stripped down. And then I have other friends that want to hear the way that it's going to sound completely fully produced. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, it, it depends on the scenario. That's that's wonderful. Uh, country music, as we know, has evolved over the years, Stevie. And yet it still remains country music. Sometimes, you know, it's harder to tell. Somebody has to tell you, well, that's a country song. But what is it in country music that regardless of, uh, you know, past, present, or the different production, the different sounds, what do you think, Stevie, overall defines what a country song is? I actually get this question quite a bit, uh, people, because I know that my sound is a little bit Southern rock. And so people are often saying, well, how is that? country per se and there's a lot of that going on with more traditional countries sort of like a Casey Musgraves Chris Stapleton sound and mm-hmm. then more progressive country like Sam Hunt and uh, Kelsey Ballerini so mm-hmm. I think that what makes country music authentically country is the storytelling and storytelling in songwriting is a big part of the way country music is presented because it comes from experience and that's what we can all relate to is everyone has felt heartache or loss or love or all the common human emotions that we all feel to a really deep extent. And when someone is singing about that, like the house that built me, everyone has felt that way or he stopped loving her today. Any of those songs, everyone can feel that emotion. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what makes country music authentic, at least in my opinion. It's really the storytelling that everyone can relate to. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. The country songs tell our stories regardless of uh, traditional, contemporary, whatever whatever kind of uh, production and format the song is. Let's talk now about another song I want to share here on the show, Stevie, called Wildflower. And tell me about this song. This is a great one, too. So this song was written with myself and two other writers, one of whom is Molly Brown, who's also Canadian, and the other being Michelle Atardi, who's worked with a publisher here in town. And we were introduced, and we just felt like it would be a great idea to write a song together. So I came in with this idea of Wildflower and just sort of how our generation right now is very, and the age that we're at, is very free and young, but then we wanted to incorporate how you can feel that way at any age. So that's how it ended up being such an anthemic song that incorporates storytelling, but how we're all young at heart and how we're all sort of in this adventure of life together. This is Stevie Jewell and her song Wildflower on In the Country. Yeah, they got plans. 
Ontario's own Stevie Jewell. The song is Wild Flower. Uh, be sure to check her out at iTunes and at her website, StevieJewell.com. So what do you hope this year, Stevie, to accomplish with your music career? Brand new single. You talked about an album. What are some of your goals and dreams for 2016? So we have some big goals this year, especially with the song that we've just released, Off the Market, is a song that I've been holding on to for a while, and I'm so excited that it's finally time for it to be heard and that it's at radio and it's being so well received being the second most downloaded song to country radio for two days in a row following Carrie Underwood is like that right there is a dream come true for 2016. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah. It was really something that I just sort of woke up to one morning uh, and it was yeah, it definitely made my day for that day and the next. It pretty much made my week. As far as other goals for 2016, I was I just really feel like we are planning to release another single later this summer and then potentially even one in the fall and then an album in the spring. So for 2016, I'm just really looking forward to the Canadian Country Music Awards in London. Yep. And then we are releasing a music video for Off the Market in June. So that's something that I'm just so excited for. And we're going on radio tour with some accompanying shows for the radio tour in late May. So that's going to it's going to be a busy month to kick us off into summer, but I'm just so excited to be promoting off the market and being on the road, which is one of my absolute favorite things about being a musical artist. Isn't that awesome? Well, I'm so excited to hear about all the stuff going on, how busy you are and getting your music out there and, of course, off the market at radio, doing so well at iTunes. And and uh, everybody's loving the song. And, Stevie, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure once again having you on the show. Thank you, David. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you again. And uh, I just love being on In the Country every time that you're willing to have me. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I look forward to more times to come in the future. My guest has been on Cheerios, Stevie Jewell. Again, uh, check her out at StevieJewell.com. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.